Hello everyone, welcome to Ad Nonsense. Um, I'm Honey, or better known as Honey Badger, if you listen to our Popgram podcast series. And um, I have my general cohorts here. They're going to introduce themselves, and you're going to also have a mystery guest. So the first one is... Mo! Second... DJ. And... African Kitch. See? That's our mystery guest. So basically... No, 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 mystery Um, For people who've... Um, listened to ad nonsense before you know what we do here um for those who don't who haven't and this is their first let me school you on what we do so what we do basically is we review ads however we specialize in christmas ads and this year we've gone through quite a lot and we're here to just break it down have a discussion about the ad see what they're trying to do see what they're trying to say and determining if it's effective or not so we're just chatting about that now, I think in my last podcast, which was a year ago, we talked about the fact that um, the demographic in which we occupy would be deemed maybe middle class. So we're likely to actually review uh, the ads based on that particular point of view. But African Kitch is an expert in marketing, so I'm sure she'll be bringing some more nuance and also maybe looking at the ads through a different perspective as well. So the first ad, people, is the Iceland ad. Now this, I know, this I watched before the whole Christmas bruja and all the other Christmas ads came out. Um, and the Iceland ad is about an orangutan um, that's come to come visit a small girl in her room and talk about the fact that um, its house or well, wherever it lives, its environment is being decimated. It was classified as a political ad and was supposedly banned. So it wasn't shown on TV and it was only available on the internet. And this is because I think Greenpeace had already used the ad, created the ad, and then Iceland decided it was actually going to use it. A lot of people think that Iceland actually deliberately picked this ad to actually um, create the publicity. And it was showing that it's actually not going to be using, is it palm oil? Yeah, palm oil. In any of its products. Oil brown products. Yes. So as a Christmas ad for me, this didn't take because it was political. But um, it's, I don't know how effective it was. It's, let's open up the floor for everyone else. Um, I agree it's not like the standard or normal Christmas ad, uh, but I still, I like the message of it. I think it's important because, yeah, we can all just consume and consume and consume and consume. And I think Chris, uh, Christmas actually encourages you to consume more than you usually do um, as a nation, as a people, as a community, whatever. But I think we have to be also think about where we're getting all these resources from and the fact that there are rainforests that are being totally destroyed just to get palm oil, I think it's an important message for people to know what they're consu- what they're eating or what they're consuming and the effect on the actual environment. Did you have your thoughts? I think that it's not a Christmas ad. It would work any time of the year. I don't think it's it's appropriate because remember what I what my own rules for Christmas ads are is that it has to have a Christmas theme and you must be selling your product. But don't you think that Iceland decided to do it at this, uh, make, make it a Christmas ad? Because this is a time when people will watch, are more likely to watch ads. Yes, but. Mm, okay. Yeah, because there's points. more publicity around no, no, ads no. now good than points. at any point of good, the year. But no, can points. we also talk to the point of why specifically Pamol? There are other things that are also destroying the environment. There are other things that we're consuming loads of in terms of their packaging or anything. 
things that do not are not biodegradable. Why specifically palm oil and why the orangutan? Wait, wait, wait. Good point there. But in, re, in to reply what you said about the fact that they are doing it during a time when they mm-hmm. think people watch. Well, there's Easter, right? People watch it. Yes, they do. They watch a lot of TV. But they don't Easter. consume as much in Easter, maybe. Consumption. Okay, that's an argument one can make for that. Why does because Asda is owned by no the no no this Iceland. Iceland. Oh sorry, Iceland, that was Asda. Asda. No. Okay, Iceland. good point. Um, I was going to make another point, but I can't now because I was going to say that things like in America when they have um, that's Fourth uh, of July or yeah, Super Bowl. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, whatever that. it is. Yeah. But the point is that yes, okay, they put it in front of people during the Christmas time, More but eyeballs. it didn't have to be Christmas. Because it has nothing to do with Christmas. It's a great message. I agree with you. But it's not a Christmas message. Okay. I'm thinking, Kate, what do you think? Well, I've actually been watching Iceland for the last, um, almost a year now. Because over the last year, they've been moving more towards a green message. They were talking about the fact that they stopped using certain types of products in their packaging. They are talking, obviously, with this particular ad, they're talking about the mass commercialism that encourages the harvesting of the rainforest for palm oil. So in a way, it ties to that continuous messaging over the period of the last year. Is it a Christmas ad? I think that's very subjective. I think it depends on what the message they're trying to put across is. Well, it's not subjective. Is there no, let me, let me is explain. Is Father Christmas? Because I, I was, <laughs> and you're right. I mean, there's some parts of it. If it's not traditional Christmas, mm. because even the, um, the character, the film, the young child character that was depicted, was not being depicted necessarily in a Christmas setting. But, um, I mean, the advert was, like you said, produced by Greenpeace. It was voiced by Matt Thompson um, originally. And when the CEO of Iceland was questioned about it, he did say that, you know something, we were obviously trying to push the message across with this and because we support the Greenpeace ideology. And they actually are in a partnership with Greenpeace. Mm. Um, so this ad plays into that. But he also mentioned that they knew it was going to be so emotional, it was going to kick the John Lewis ad out of the toy, out of the um, out of the game, because I think they've been allowed to show it on TV. So there is that slightly, well, not slightly. There's that very commercial um, instinct that, instinct they're, also that they're still looking well. because it's it's it works on multiple levels. Um, in terms of commercial, the commercialism aspect, Digi, the truth is, Christmas is the is the largest period of commercialism in any country. Well, in most Western countries, yes. The amount of gifts you buy, the amount of discards you you have, the amount of gifts that you buy that don't end up being used properly. A lot of the things that people actually get during Christmas ends up in charity shops, in terms of gifts. So, in regards to the fact that you know the rainforest has been decimated to produce these items, there's a message. I there. also sometimes think too little, too late, because you can't have decimated almost 80% of the rainforest and then now is the time you're going oh guys we're decimating the rainforest I think there's sometimes that um, behaviors particularly from commercial companies that they've already enjoyed over this period of time and now they want to win awards or they want people to act they're going to get people's support because they're now late in the day to change the way they do things now the argument could be made that well other people are not changing what they're doing but I'm going yeah you know it's too little too late but that's just my cynical, well, no, skeptical point of view. From a marketing perspective, I agree with you, but also it's very, it's basic, it's big, basic numbers. The amount of people who are currently very enviro conscious, who are very, um, 
consumer aware right now more so than any other time the number of millennials who are coming into the purchasing lifespan they're the guys that had very very i mean if you look at people within our age group we're like okay it's a shame the world is and you know is happening we're gonna die soon so bye-bye unfortunately my children is gonna have to suffer this a lot of the environmentals are very connected to the so environment sorry, millennials. The, sorry the millennials yeah, yeah the environmental millennials the millennials are very connected to the environment so and also when you look at iceland on the um on the graph of supermarkets, if one can call mm. them that, because they do mostly frozen food. They're not, but they still think of themselves as a supermarket. No, I, but, yeah, I, yeah, listen, to each his own on that particular point. They're not high enough, but they, by pushing the environmental message, because they know they're never going to be the big box sort of... It gives them a distinct... And, it gives them a very distinct um, um, view, and they obviously benchmark their prices as well mm. against the environmental... Okay, now moving parameters. on quickly to the John Lewis ad that was actually spoken about. Uh, so now this, everyone went mm. absolutely crazy over. So the John Lewis ad is um, a young... Well, you see the face of Elton John, mm -hmm. and then a young Elton John gets a piano as a Christmas present, yes. and that basically helps his, his to blossom his interest in music, or actually build on his interest in music, till he becomes the Elton John we see today, through all the um, triumphs and everything he's done. Mm -hmm. Now, this particular ad was actually the one that resonated with me the most, because it's about the thoughtfulness of gifts. The thoughtfulness of presence. Now, for me, it wasn't about John. Um, it wasn't about Elton John. It could have been anyone. They give them a present that changes their world, changes their perspective, or encourages them to do something that makes them truly great. That is what I liked about the John Lewis ad. But this has been beaten to death. So I know that um, everyone else would have had their thoughts on it. So do you want to start, Mo? Um, I agree with you. I really did like this ad. Um, I know it was a bit not twee probably to use someone like Elton John in it, but I did like the fact that it was about, he got this piano as a gift as a child, and this gift he got has basically helped him to find his gift and his talents. It was actually a bit of a running theme with a couple of more ads mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about later. Um, but I thought it was well done. I actually, seeing anyone, the perspective of some, anyone's life seems to make me quite emotional. Because yes. <laughs> I go, oh. Oh my god, from there to look at from where they've come from to where they are now. I know. It's almost know, like it, yeah. yeah, it reminded me a lot of the um oh god, why can't I remember his name? Um the um Walk the Line, wasn't it that? The Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Remind me of Johnny Cash video for Hertz? Okay. Yeah, where that, where he's like, like, like trolling through his like he's just a that's perspective a of video, his life. Actually. Yeah, that was his wife as well, which exactly. was very exactly. It just kind of gave yeah. me shades of that, but I love that because that's what is act. always good. Because I think, luckily for us as a group, we tend to like to celebrate other people's successes. Mm -hmm. So just watching how someone you go, oh my god, that was the mm -hmm. lever, that was the thing. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. So Deju, what are um, your thoughts? I liked it. I didn't think it's not my it's not in my top three um, because. I think it's a very good idea, and I like. I wrote exactly what I wrote. Echoes the sentiments of giving gifts with more thought, so that it can affect the recipient's life completely. Yes, I agree yeah. with that. I, because of my hard rule that I, unfortunately, bestowed upon myself three years ago, of okay, there's a theme of Christmas, and does this sell the company? Doesn't sell the company to me because John Lewis don't sell pianos. They do now. Mm. Well, they do now. Well, I but is that the purpose of? John of but just is I that the purpose of John, of John Lewis? No, no, no. I'm, no, not necessarily, not necessarily piano. Oh, not necessarily gosh. piano. What I'm saying is that it says think about gift giving properly mm. because it can affect someone's life. I don't always think of John Lewis. Well, the adverts did not 
tell me to go to John Lewis to buy to gifts. Get gifts. He told me that Elton John's life might actually have been affected by somebody he knew who gave him a piano. Thoughtfully giving him right? a piano. I thought that was fantastic. It doesn't fit to me like a proper Christmas. the perfect Christmas Okay, that's um, fair because that, those are your, because those are your uh, parameters. Own, yeah, I'm trying to give myself rules. Mm-hmm. Just just interject that I know they're saying that they didn't sell pianos, but the no, entire I didn't, no, I didn't say that. I said it doesn't room. matter because it no, I said that. Yeah, she said that because oh. I'm not focused on whether John Lewis are pianos or not. I'm saying that the conceit of it was fantastic, but it didn't sell John Lewis to me. Okay. Well, I think for my end, I mean, I think as I get older, like everybody, uh, I think my heart, you know, pitter patters a bit more and I get more emotional about stupid things because I find that maybe slightly more. When I saw the advert, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Then my marketing brain kicked in. I was like, ah, so his movie is coming out. I was like, yes, it's biopic. Ah. Yeah, and then I was, ah, the fashion looks kind of nice because that's something I. Now, that's interesting because I thought about the movie. Mm. No, that, I thought that, about his movie. No, that yes. immediately came to mind because the part that showed Elton John in the middle was actually the the from part, the movie. From yeah. the movie, mm. so it is very much. This is uh, this is something that I think John Lewis is going to be carrying on with during the year as the Elton John movie comes out. I think they have a partnership deal with him, and around this, I think potentially that's the only thing that makes sense for me, um, because it doesn't really make sense for just this one ad. I think they're going to well, untie well, to other well, things. Well, what's interesting was last year they had a tie-in with that stupid bear that you liked. That, that wasn't. Was or was that Marks and Spencer? That, that was Marks and Spencer. Yes, but yeah. also if you look at what Marks and Spencer did with Paddington Bear, mm-hmm. it was throughout the year. So um, I think so. It was moving. It was emotional. You had the Christmas theme there. The you know we I think everybody else has mentioned the fact that give a meaningful present and a meaningful gift. Um, I am slightly cynical mm-hmm. because I feel it is a deliberate play on my emotions, which I know is what Christmas is meant to be. But I don't know, it feels a bit... I don't know. I'm going to say one thing, though. I preferred the... Wait, wait, wait. We've not gotten there. there, Okay. No, that was because there was something... Yeah, there are other 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 ads. But yes, but for for the John Luigi ad, it was okay. It was a bit meh, maybe. But, I mean, hey, go for, you know, Elton John, more money to his pocket. Well done. So the next ad was Amazon's ad for Christmas. Um, and it's basically, can you feel it? Basically, they've destroyed ja- Jackson 5 for me. So it's basically people ordering stuff and the boxes with their smiles, which now is now freaking me out, singing, can you feel it? <laughs> As things get delivered to people. Well, what I, what I wrote here was, um, my feelings about this ad is summarized by the first comment I saw because I watched this on YouTube. And the commenter said, can't imagine how annoying it is to work at a fulfillment center with those boxes singing all the time. <laughs> and I thought, interesting. Yeah. The only thing I liked about, well, the only thing I wrote that I said I wanted from the advert was the actual song. Because I like the version of Jackson 5 song. Apart from that, so like they that. sold Jackson. So they sold iTunes to the, you. Well, basically. they sold exactly. They, <laughs> they sold, sold me another, another exactly. Michael Jackson estate to be happy. And I, said, um, oh, I need to, I need to buy that song or have that song. That's it. <laughs> I actually felt slightly uncomfortable with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's so many news stories about the way the Amazon fulfillment mm-hmm. workers are mm-hmm. treated. 
so it's like this is all bullshit mm-hmm. yeah. there are no singing boxes yeah they'll be like yes yeah, can, can you feel it yes we freaking can yeah i can feel the strain bones. as i try to get something from that from point a to point b as they have to get in a certain amount of time so more is referring to the new york times article yeah. that happened earlier in the year yeah yeah and mm. it just basically all these practices that mm. the workers have to adhere to for them to be um to be continuing to be employed by amazon mm. toilet breaks being measured toilet breaks being measured you have to get items a specific amount of time mm. it just seems that the people were miserable so actually seeing this fake fulfillment center with smiling boxes singing you know can you feel it um, taking a bit of a detour that this was a company i was thinking about when we we're watching um uh, sorry, to uh, you. sorry to bother you yeah, really? yes. Yes. yes i was thinking of i, amazon. Admit, I was thinking of amazon as well. uh, i think that for me it's um i think that for me to be honest i could feel it i could feel the frustration I feel the anger because this week I was trying to get a delivery from Amazon. You weren't feeling it. The boxes were not singing I, to you. The box, not only were the boxes not feeling, were not singing to me. It's the fact that Amazon decided to send back my delivery without informing me until oh. after the fact. So I was feeling. Oh, let me. I love. I lie. I was feeling many, many things, but I was not feeling it. <laughs> I was feeling anger, frustration, frustration. Anger. <laughs> If I could see, you know, Jeff Bezos, I would have, he would have felt something from me. But that was it. I don't think he doesn't. He doesn't. And of course, going with what everybody else said here about the, the issues around um, Amazon's working practices and the fact that I think this is something that has been on for many, many years, and there doesn't seem to be any sort of a learning from Amazon. And oddly enough. It makes me feel that Iceland, that the Iceland advert should have maybe resonated with Amazon a bit more. I don't know. Yeah, yeah because they felt a bit like Eb- because Amazon yeah. feels to me like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, yes. they actually see like the villainous character from a Christmas story. They do. So you but know, we all say that, and guess what? The horrible thing is, we're yeah. all still buying, we're from, still Amazon. buying from Amazon. Very, so we're very so, infrequently. From so we're me. enabling the negative True. culture. So I'm going to go a bit up. Up class or upper class now, mm-hmm. and we're going to be moving to the Burberry ad. Oh my lord! Now this is the thing because I'm some <sighs> people are like, what do you mean Burberry? I thought you guys talk about the past Burberry ads as well. Please. Yes, please. So this Burberry ad was quite interesting. It's um, Carol of the Bells, and then it goes through um trees, then showing different fashions and different things from um Burberry. And there's some famous people in it, like Kristen Scott Thomas, Matt Smith, MIA. It's interesting because when you're actually thinking about the fact that um, they sell clothes mm-hmm. and accessories, mm-hmm. and to me, it just felt like um, they took the themes of what you think Christmas is about snow, fir trees, the carol, um, the carol of the bells, and then they showed their products. So they're trying to actually marry both. Now, I don't know what your thoughts are, but Mo is going to go back because I have a feeling the reason she wants to go back to the old ads is because she had um, a bay in one of the previous Yeah, my bay was in that ad. Yes, yeah. in yeah. last year's ad. Is that, okay, I thought you were going to say for a different reason. No, Donald Glee. Oh, yeah, yeah, that as well. I'm just yeah. obviously humoring her. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah, Donald Gleason was in the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't an ad. It was a production. Yes. Whatever. I think you guys Was that what Disney and Sienna Miller? Yes. Yeah, the movie. About, you know, about the actual Mr. Andrew Burberry, whatever the crap he's... Is it Andrew Burberry? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Now, I was thinking, okay, that means that this year is going to be amazing. So I was slightly disappointed <laughs> by this ad. Why? Um, by the way, I didn't know that was MIA. I was like, oh, who is that? But I wasn't, I wasn't sure it was. But it was okay. I liked the fact that, you know, you could see the product, you could see the... 
because they had a real close up on the Burberry scarves. They could see the bee intertwined. What's her name? Campbell in it. Yes. Yes, she yeah. was in it. With her Valerie, she, she and her mom yeah. actually have a Valerie and Naomi Campbell. It was good. Then um, that Adora girl. Oh yes, yes, she was yeah, in she it was as, in as well. well. Um, um, yeah. I thought it was good for what it was. I did like the um the save the what's the that song? Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells. I thought that was really good, but I was slightly disappointed. It wasn't up to the usual standard. So you were expecting more drama. Oh yes. But you see, this is what is interesting. The last Very time much. when they were talking about the craftsmanship of Burberry, they were just to me it felt like a history lesson. But this one actually felt like okay, let's make you feel good about Christmas and hear my products with famous people dressed in them. Yeah. But generally, that was it for me. There was nothing interesting about it. Okay. But yes, DJ, what are your thoughts? I wrote down question mark. Odd. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to African Cage, if you saw that, did you see that? Oh, it's, a, it's a Christmas a Christmas ad at least based on prompts you guys have discussed. It has snow. It has trees. It has songs. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I said it has the product. It no, has no, the product. No, no. I said sure. it has to have a nice melt. I'm not saying that you just throw. No, snow. you're just saying that you don't just no, have. The, no, you, you don't have to have. So far as. We, they tell me it's the parameters of Christmas ads. They I just guess. listened to what DJ said and said, okay, he wants yeah. product, this product. He wants Christmas, it's got Christmas. Yeah, no, yeah. It's got, no, 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 I understand there's a milk. But here's the thing, and I agree with, um, I think, DJ's here, which is that I was very uncomfortable with this advert. I don't know why, because I, I actually do like some of Burberry stuff. I think it was just too Burberry. In a weird way, does that make any sense? Yeah, but they're selling their products. I get that. I get that. I that. I like. Feels like Burberry to me now. Where they're just weird. I know. I actually like. I actually like. No, I like Burberry. I got their D. Is it DTH bag or something like that? So I I like Burberry. I like them as a brand, and I like the quality of the things that they make. This ad felt very, very uncomfortable. It felt that's what it. It felt very plasticky. I think that was it. When I look at all the celebrities that were put there and I see the poses that they were putting, Mm. it just felt so unnatural. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think he's supposed to, okay, let me just break this down. Campbell and her mom look like mannequins. But I think that is what Burberry are trying to show. Like, this is the upper crust aristocratic British way of being, which is frozen, not very, and it's very much about posing. It is not... It's not the real British. It's not a democratized um, British brand, well, is it? According to the New Harper's Bazaar's guide of what it means to be posh, that isn't it. But they think they are. So you're not going to just rely on Harper's Bazaar but, to tell you what posh is. But they're is. not because they're owned by by Chinese company. Yes, but there's so still a Chinese going, perception still of what going, British culture is. No, because it's already a British heritage brand. So those things, those ethoses are there regardless of who owns them. Now, we know that that could... Ch- change over time like everything else but i just felt that they were showing their britishness but in a way that other people see it in a very performative way but not in a real way that's what i'm sorry that that was pretentious that was a pretentious advert yes no no but (laughs) but, but no 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 i understand what you mean and i'm not talking about the old school Mm -hmm. year old british pretentiousness Mm -hmm. this was a new marketing company that just decided oh my god this must somebody Right, came when they saw that video and said, I'm, this is the best thing. Since, it, to me, it since, felt, since like, no, I, felt I, I, like... I feel, it goes back to what I was saying about the fact that there is, and I, I accept the fact that, yes, they're potentially trying to portray something, but I feel that there's such an unnaturalness in... I think there's such a, there's a way you can balance out what you'd term as the upper-class British culture, be it modern or uh, age-joint thing. 
But I think that this particular advert was very stilted, was very... It's very difficult to actually portray that stilted... No, I'm saying there's no way you can democratize right, it. Except if you're saying... Right, with the right director, the right... Scene, except if you're saying Downton Abbey type thing. No, no I'm Downton not saying Abbey. that. I'm just saying that, that this missed the mark. This missed the mark. I'm sorry. When I saw it... Hmm. First of all, for the first time, when I saw that ad, and you know, I like aspirational living and all that, but I just said to myself, what the fuck is this? But didn't it just look basically like a fashion spread? I can see it in, I can actually see that in, in a magazine. I can see that picture of Naomi and her mom yeah. in a magazine. No, I, I can agree with that. You see, there's a problem, but right? They've taken prints and trying to make it into a moving advert. True. It doesn't work. True. True. It doesn't. It's two totally different channels. Like, exactly what you said. I, I could see that as An all the... The, mm, yes. the shots in a magazine, I agree, as a video. Yeah, but we want to play anyway. I know. Listen, I don't think. Listen, they spend money. Somebody actually, you're quite right. An advertising agency made. A, I think that's. I, I, I think I know the advertising company who did it. They made a good amount of money from doing this <laughs> video because, by by and large, they charge shed loads Those, of money. Yeah, for doing without doubt. So that so they made a lot of good money doing this. You know, we got. To they see, had no, a good Christmas. No, exactly. <laughs> and bonuses. No, they we got to see a lot of a bunch of celebrities wearing a bunch of rich. You know, uh, richly merchandise attires, and they sold their product. I mean, insofar as their product was there. Okay, Sorry, who's the new CEO, CEO of Burberry now? It's a Chinese company. I don't know. It's owned by a Chinese company. Who's the, who's the head designer now? Oh God, we were talking about that recently. Yeah, because I know it's no longer Christopher Bailey. It's not no longer Christopher Bailey. I was just, I've forgotten. I was thinking, oh, this is his influence. No, 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 no. I've, I've forgotten the name of the new um, creative director. No, it yeah, isn't a woman. It's a man. Because I thought it was the guy who came from Dior. Richard, T Richard. Uh, no, he comes from Givenchy. So Ricardo Tichy. I'm just googling to check, because I just wanted to see if because Ricardo Tichy has a very because Ricardo Tichy, if it's him, came from Givenchy, and Givenchy has a particular aesthetic mm. that will not work with Burberry, mm. but. He did because he made um Givenchy yeah really Richard cool. Ricardo Tichy yeah this ad is not a Ricardo Tichy yeah. ad it doesn't okay. show what we, we know, know he does him. but anyway anyway you shall move into you shall ask Molly. hold on <laughs> moving to the next ad this is um Aldi okay uh, so the thing is Aldi seems to have a theme through the years which is Kevin the which is to do with root vegetables <laughs> so <laughs> so this year. First, we had, um, I think, Kevin's kid mm -hmm. wearing a little cape, like Red Riding Hood. Let's go visit its grandmother and finding a parsnip. <laughs> this parsnip <laughs> then kidnaps the family in this deep, dark castle. And um, Kevin has to come rescue his family from the parsnip. Mm -hmm. Now, for someone who likes parsnips, <laughs> I thought... I thought unjust. <laughs> I thought it was unjust. I was like, you cannot because now they're gonna think all parsnips are evil. Parsnips are freaking amazing. Yeah, she's sweeter than carrots. Thank you. I prefer parsnips to carrots. But I was like, okay, what are they trying to do here? But they, but obviously it seems it works because people were beating each other up to actually get um Kevin merch. Mm. Kevin the carrot merch. So basically, guys, you watch the ad too. What do you think? <laughs> okay, so I have a long one here. So I watched all of them. All of them oh, I watched. And yeah. um okay, so First of all, there was Save Kevin. That was the uh, cliffhanger. cliffhanger. 
I loved the conflict cliffhanger that because was me, yeah. because of the Italian when job. When it started, mm-hmm. it, it had the classic. Oh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. And I, I just thought to myself, no, holidays are coming. And holidays they, but it wasn't quite that song. Yeah, it was very very similar. Yeah. So I liked that, and obviously it became Italian. Obviously, job. I didn't talk about that. So that means I didn't like. That I thought I was good, and then uh, Aldi released uh, three different mini ads. So fairy tales. Uh, Kevin Carras mm-hmm. and the Wicked Parsnip. Um, Little Red Riding Hood, Cinderella, and sort of Snow White sort of themes. Why I've considered this my third best so far is because I love the Christmas rhyming. I love the Christmas spirit. I love the fact that it was stories. You know, I like the fact that they sold Aldi food itself. I thought it was a Okay, so I think it's a bit ad. difficult for me. Let me just say this. Number one, I think it's cheating to release more than one ad so you can try and do some kind of Christmas wait, thing. Wait, that wait, really, really got wait, on my nerves. Wait, but Max and Spencer's, Waitrose, everybody yes, did more than one ad. Yes, and that's really, really got okay, to my nerves. Fair enough. So everybody's doing it. Yes, everyone's doing it. But I just think you have to actually have a message and stick with it. You've got to believe in your message. <laughs> Having agree. all these little, little do-overs. You need a demographic not, breakdown. I was yeah, not... Yeah, I was, yeah, hold yeah. on, let me finish. I wasn't really, really so impressed. So says woman that has been interrupting me. Most well, because of the it's my podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So the point is, I didn't really like that particular part of it. But also, what I also find quite interesting about this whole personification of food, it makes it more difficult for me to eat it. Because now I can't eat a carrot because I'm thinking he's going to open his little beady eyes at me and tell me that, oh my God, save my family. But please, Mel, continue. Um, I didn't... This is your third favorite ad? Yes, for me. Okay. I thought it was all right. You know I love Kevin the Carrot. I think his suicidal mission of 2017 is, is the best ad I'll get ever done. But I, this one was okay. I didn't think it was that funny. Okay. Um, I actually prefer another ad featuring a carrot, which I hope we'll talk about later on. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it... It was fine. It was fine. I it I try it marks it, it ticks all the boxes for Ayo in terms of Christmas ads. But yeah, it was alright. Africa mm-hmm. Kitch. I think that the going just quickly touch on the point of the um various adverts. It's about demographics. You have different people who are doing who you're trying to appeal to based on different things. So you're gonna shoot different ads. Is it good? No. It's that dependent. It depends on whether or not you actually capture the market that you're looking for. Regarding Kevin the Carrot and the ad, I felt it was funny it was cute it was you know a bit cutesy um i don't like the humanization of vegetables because and it's less about me because i'd eat anything it's about the fact that children will actually be less inclined to eat things like carrots now and parsnip and all those other things that are actually meant to be good for them vegetables that are good for them so by humanizing um these vegetables they're actually doing the opposite i i think of what they should be trying to achieve i feel but then again that's a personal opinion I, I, I'm sorry, the reason why sorry, when you're talking is because watching um, shows like Sesame Street as a kid, they always humanize food. And that was as a way to get that. Oh, me, here's yeah. a milk. Here, I'm milk. You should drink me to be big. Or I'm a carrot. I remember seeing that as a child. So I don't but think was it, it wasn't it's so realistic. No, it looks like a real blooming carrot. Oh, they had eyes and they actually. No, and also, Kevin is not saying, eat me. <laughs> Kevin is saying, save me. I, oh, no, I, but do even things wait, like. Wait, 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 wait. I would say that you guys are thinking it too much as adults. Mm. Okay, because so I think kids, kids would be excited, be like, oh my god. Yeah. But also, they, don't, they don't connect it that way. It makes it seem like they're, they're like please psychopaths. They're going around eating carrots. Please don't say that because we're also in a society whereby. There are a lot of people who are projecting things on their children. So the things that we didn't experience when we were children, such as what you're talking mm. about, human, actually physically humanizing um, a piece of fruit or vegetables or something like that. There are so many people. I was reading something, a bit of off cuff. I was reading something the other day about somebody, this woman talking about the fact that her 10-year-old child has a form of anorexia. And I'm like, what the? 
how can you how yeah can but you? that's different you're talking about people who should not be having kids no <laughs> oh okay. yes i can say so that. that's, that's totally okay. different so going back to kevin mccarroll <laughs> um I so would you go that. open your mouth for kevin it's kevin how would you get i am i i'm very I, 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 I'm, I'm very sure that that will not pop up the last thing Sorry, with, with great respect to you guys, right? The last thing that the parents would be trying to think of when they're trying to feed that child is even talk about Kevin or whatever. <laughs> they want you to eat because carrots. the child is too busy throwing the food at your head. You're not going to be thinking of <laughs> no, the No, that is, okay. you know, a child that is a baby, yes. A child that's about five or six no, is no, absorbing no. Trust this. me, trust but anyway, me, so there will nothing so that. Okay, so, no, so, let me just finish quick, Lord, or say mm, regarding Kevin. The yeah, yeah, So, um, regarding the ad itself, mm. the one thing that was very funny to me is because I recently started working with somebody who's from the North. Okay. And um, from the, the north, no, from the, when I say from north, 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 from north of Westeros, like, uh, okay. not you know, the, the winter is coming north, not the snow north, well, but from the north of the, the north. UK, of the UK. And um, the thing I found interesting because a lot of these adverts actually have very southern, so south, south of UK, okay. ad, you know, voices, but Kevin the Carriage is actually further no. the northern. Oh, I and I found really, that, yeah. I found that okay. very yes. interesting okay. because yeah. I was like, you know, the certain cadences of things, and I'm sure that I, I'm, I don't know where in the north somewhere mm. there. <laughs> That, that's, going on. that's a good observation. But I like the yeah. fact that it was a that there's a, it was a different take on mm. the British idea of, of what makes a very merry yeah. Christmas. It wasn't okay. on the soundtrack. So the next ad is from Apple. Yeah. Oh, so it's right. this um animation mm. where some thing well some human animated character um <laughs> draws stuff and hides it mm. and then one of these days during Christmas specifically, the dog goes, ah, let me break open this box. And then all these things come out. So this person who'd been drawing all these things have been drawing this surreptitiously, hiding it. And then with this um, dog, um, basically, well, we'll talk about the dogs later, breaking the box and letting all the artwork out. It seems people got to actually see this art and then it was actually shared with the world. And um, I suppose the tagline is about sharing your talents over this Christmas season. So is is Apple's first? Um, no. No first animated ad. Oh, animated ad. It's the first animated ad. It's the first ad also they've done that has its own storyline. Well, like it's very it's like, Pixar. Like a yeah, like storyline. Yeah. yeah, people said that. I think it was shit. High five. Seems most seconds that. Um, and I, I think it says nothing about their products. So it doesn't fulfill any of the things I've said. It doesn't sell Apple. It sells some weird ass cartoon that people could actually think exactly what one of you just made a mistake of saying. Is it Pixar? They may not even link it to Apple in the first place. Um, and as a Christmas story or whatever you want to call it, it was weak. Yeah. Share no. your, what are your no. thoughts? That's just me. I thought it was too long. Uh, there's an Apple, there's a laptop in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I'm beginning to be of the belief that. See, it, I didn't even notice that. There was, yeah, that she, had, was, that, she well, had. Did it look like a MacBook Pro? Sticker on it. Yeah, it was a MacBook Pro. Oh, okay. Um, I'm beginning to be of the belief that there are certain brands or, you know, that think they're too big to fail, so they don't need to feature their product. Mm-hmm. They can just give you a message. You already know our products, we don't need to sell it to you that hard. You know what I mean? Well, they kind of need so, to know that the phones are dipping in yeah. terms of sales. Yeah. Cook. But I found that it was long. I thought it was too long. And I was just like, uh-huh. And what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Yeah, I didn't think it was very good. Not okay. my favorite African cage. Um, two things. When I first saw it, because even though I knew it was an Apple ad, 
when I saw a lot of the things on it, I thought it was an Amazon ad. I'm not kidding. <laughs> because, no, I'm not kidding. Because when okay. I, okay, I saw the MacBook, I saw Supreme, I saw some other things, and I'm like, oh, is Amazon trying to say that you can buy all these things on their website? Ah. That is what I thought. That is what I thought. Okay. Oh, so you guys saw Supreme clothing in it? No, no Supreme sticker, sticker, sticker on the, oh, on right, the right, MacBook. Right, right, now, right, don't right. get me wrong. I know that it's an Apple ad because I knew what else was, was an Apple ad, but I was like, why is why am I watching Amazon on Apple? So that was the first weird mm, thing for me. The second thing is, I know this maybe a bit sounds a bit silly, but I was very curious to see what the heck it is that she was drawing that was so good that everybody felt. Oh, me too. I thought that was going to be revealed at the end. It was not revealed. I felt like they didn't want to judge her. I spent my whole time. Yes, I spent my whole time watching this Amazon advert that's meant to be Apple. And I didn't get to see what it is that is so great or so bad or whatever it is that is emotionally draining for this poor young child or woman or woman whatever. Person, so yeah, those are my two points. Was it? Well, I don't think. Well, like I said, it was obviously wasn't successful because it didn't sell me Apple. It sold me Amazon. That's okay. Which is probably the advert that Amazon should have done. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably. So the next one is Asda. So this ad is just people running around looking crazy. <laughs> so they're just running through the snow. Asda. It looks Asda. like um. It looks like um. Like a sports day, yes, just running yes. around. The uh, first I remember, time I saw it, yeah. I was like, Oh, is this an August uh, ad? Okay, I exactly. thought it was an August ad, and then it was kind of like, Oh, it's Asda. Okay, so people running around in snow, yetis, people jumping on stuff. But this so is start from Santa Claus starting a, um, with a starting cannon. So it started with Santa yes. Claus setting up a starting cannon. Uh, and yes, then there's a girl in a house, house basically, mm. you know, looking and there are people. It, it's a common saying that Christmas is coming, coming. I think. Is the look, look, look. Let me tell you what I wrote. Metaphor here. <laughs> let me tell you what I wrote. Sorry, it's a bit long. Okay. A little girl looks out the window. She sees a riot, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people running down the hill inexplicably for no reason. Probably looting us down. <laughs> Young, Young people on mopeds. Very sensitive topic. A black man sliding face first into snow, falling off with the moped behind him. A Scrooge-like man riding a Christmas tree down the hill. Youths on skis with trays of food. A family sitting down to Turkey on the table, not realizing that a home has been stolen around them. Kids with with snowballs, yeti-looking puzzled. What's wrong with these humans? Little girl goes to her front door and faces the purge. Oh, God! Very deep. That Very is how deep. I felt of the ad. That's wow, great. I love the way you broke that down. That's freaking amazing. I'm sure as that. I think as then I'm thinking, what the ab- what the absolute fuck? It was the purge, actually. Because <laughs> I was like, it just looks chaotic. Why would I? I don't feel like. Why would I as a child? I'm standing like, going, what? The? If it was dark, I'll be like, oh my god, they're coming that to get, kill me. Exactly. Okay, it's meant to be there. I'm guessing. I'm guessing because I wasn't the marketing person. I wasn't the marketing meeting. I wasn't, the, you know, the creative direction. And also, no, she doesn't to, work for us. That she doesn't work for us. And also, you have to bear in mind that sometimes people actually come with good ideas, and their might very color kibosh's some crappy thing. Probably. So probably it was. I think maybe it was meant to be the joy and excitement of Christmas. The fact that you can get so many different things. All of these things from Asda. But I will say something because that was a very deep analysis that I went into. Very deep. You see, for me, I always very sensitive when I see black people on in adverts. Yeah. Because when when a black man's face be shoved inside snow, <laughs> the amount of things that come into my mind are not necessarily pleasant. Yes, exactly. But I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to take it to that place because that's just my head. No, let Deji take it. I'm sorry, but I'm happy Deji that you Because when I when I watched it, I was like, okay, guys, this is a weird ad. Weird. It's a bad. Ad. No, it's a bad ad. Bad ad, yes. Because weird ad can actually be good. This is bad. 
I totally okay. agree. I didn't like that. Okay, so I have another ad for us to discuss, yes. but I don't know if everyone saw it. This is a Curry's PC World ad. No, I, I think I saw it. Yes, this is um one with um basically it seems Queen Victoria is playing with the Switch. So basically, she decides that um it's going to be Victorian. Oh, so I it's a Victorian ad, mm-hmm. but with all the new things, and um it's supposedly suppo- um it's supposed to be about bringing tradition. And also having all these new technologies make it. So it's supposed oh. to be juxtaposition old and new. Okay. Um, so it's Queen Victoria was there sitting on her tr- throne playing Switch. It's Victorian England with all the new vi- digital technologies imbibed and included in that. So Was she in a palace or something? She was in palace, but then there are people sitting down really stiff, upper mm. lip, looking mm. at the fire. I I didn't enjoy it. Because for me, it almost felt like, wouldn't it be better to be in the good old days, but with this new technology and actually having that kind of stayed difficult life, but also having the new technologies. Because those people were not, they didn't seem to be enjoying they, it. It didn't look fun. Okay. It looks like privilege, basically. Yeah. It looks like, yeah, like the, the yeah. constant demarcation of the Victorian times where you have the very privileged few. And, and then everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're bringing the old with the new. Yeah. And it also they did it behind the scenes to show how this ad was made and i'm thinking this ad is not even great wow, so why are you with everyone so everybody wrong. everyone does it behind the scenes because they want but to put it, that importance it just felt i i really really didn't enjoy it and okay. this is also the reason why i didn't really share it widely because i just don't think it was very good i don't think it was very Fair good enough. but anyway let's move on to one that um is more fun and um african kitch alluded to earlier this is the waitress and partners ad mm-hmm. where <laughs> can i start with that please no, <laughs> let, let me ex- let me just set it up so basically, um, it seems a person mm-hmm. of female persuasion mm-hmm. invites two other people who could possibly her, be her parents mm-hmm. to come watch the John Lewis ad, Christmas ad, and um, they fast forward through it, talk about how moving it is, and then they go eat some stolen cake, mm. which is to infer that, yes, great, sentimental, but we're here for the food. Yeah. So let me open it up. To African cake. Please let me start because I really, really, really like this advert because what it reminds me of is siblings. I'm sorry. <laughs> a, for me, it's a perfect example of siblings. So, like you said, there's a young woman who comes to possibly her parents to watch the advert. And you can just imagine which was like, oh, everybody's always talking about John Lewis hardware. <laughs> and you go, yeah, we've seen it. Let's go eat. I thought that it was, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. And I also liked the, um, I liked the... They had the, two or three other they ones. They had two or three other ones. And it, it did always come back to the issue of what it is that waitress does, which is the food that is available, which is very interesting because we're in juxtaposition that with another episode, I knew we are going to talk about another company. I felt that the waitress ad was very true to what it is that it's meant to uh, provide. And also there's a lot of humor in okay. it. I don't about think that many adverts had that much humor in it this true. year. It was very much about you can't wait for the food or you can't wait for Christmas so everything speeded up. But please, did you? Mm. Yeah, it's called Too Good To Wait. Mm. Mm. I didn't know there were others. Yes, they are. They're yeah. like, I didn't know others. It's the cheese. So one. There are three no, of them. No, there's three others. Three Even in that playlist you gave me, there were two Oh, others. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So I'm sorry. So, okay. So, yeah. so for me, it was second best ad. Mm. Yes, that's my second best ad. Now, what I wrote was, now this shows the link up between two companies that basically won, John Lewis and Waitrose. Um, there was something I'll tell you guys later mm-hmm. that I found about those two companies. Uh, love the piss take of the sister stores ad, as yes. you guys said. Very good. Nice focus on buy our food. I put that in capital. Yeah. The other shot ads, concerts, 
and mistletoe are delightful and follows on on the same thing of you know yes. yeah, yeah yeah like the concept where you play the concept yeah, you I love the concept I love the um the mistletoe one because mistletoe. it was like because as a single person it's like yes yeah, let yeah, me yeah, oh, that's, that's it I am I am the person who will leave <laughs> the love of my life under a door because of food and I accept that because that's me. So did this so, so when thought, we talk about Digi's parameters. I think it fits it perfectly because so, it was humorous, it was Christmas. They even took the piss about another ad that is very Christmassy. And but they went, well, hold on a second, you're here to buy our food, food. aren't you? And look how delicious it is. I thought I was good. That's yeah, why it's my second best ad. I agree. I liked yeah. it as well. Everything I just echo everything you said. I really liked Mrs. One like Wendy as well. Yeah, it's like African eh, kids of government name, my dear. Depends on food, yo. <laughs> oh, sorry, African, name. African, African, African. I know. Sorry, we're so used to government names. Here, AK. So. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to segue um, from this to MNS. Okay. Mm. Okay. So Marks and Spencers, popularly known as MNS mm-hmm. or Marks and Fox, mm-hmm. they released two ads. Mm-hmm. One for the general stuff, which mm-hmm. I am totally uninterested in, mm-hmm. and one for the food. Mm-hmm. Now the food was about um, they were asking different people as to what their favorite MNS food was, and it's almost like a little documentary style. People talk about, oh yes, the pudding, it's got prosecco in it, blah 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 blah. And I just turned around because let me tell you one Christmas. MNS added to me. Fabulous music, amazing filmography. So basically, I'm just thinking of the Clean Bandit one. And then just showing all the types of food they make, but it is very sharp, very super mm. HD. Mm. And I don't need to see a human face. I agree. Food porn. I agree food porn. fully with you. I, I, wanna, I think I was, agree. Yeah, I, I want to compare that to what. We, so that's what I was talking about the waitress advert mm. to the MS advert. Mm. I felt like the waitress advert actually took over from MS this year in terms of highlighting the food and actually telling us what it is that we are looking at and enjoying. Yes, it's nice to get people get emotional about their food, which is all nice and well. But when I do Christmas by MS, I want to see Christmas. By MS. I don't want to. This is not just Christmas. This This is an MS Christmas. Exactly. I had one. I had one strong word for the ad we're talking about because there were two. Yeah, this I have most disappointed ad. Yeah. I have to say because, like, exactly as you guys said, I thought the documentary interview style should have been something that maybe it's on YouTube only that you can watch (laughs) if you want to learn more about the fucking ad. Yeah, behind the scenes. Exactly. Thank you, because they should have been just featuring the food. I don't understand why they didn't do that. The other ad, which is called Must Haves, I'm not impressed. I wrote here, it felt too adware. Um, It it felt, it, it was too aware that it was a Christmas ad. Yeah, the laundry list of must-have seems a little Endless. off. Mm. And I was a little annoyed with the Christmas angel giving the tired nurse stilettos to wear in the snow. <laughs> Yes. Look, because you have because you've not spent because you've not spent the last twenty four hours saving lives for you to come out into the snow and then waste letters and they start trunching exactly when, like, when a sensible person gives you, you nice fuzzy boots give that you a pair you of warm, boots say no, not just what's proof but give you nice waterproof <laughs> coats and give you an umbrella to get to your house and then of course the what Addy, sorry okay sorry I was just want to say one more thing I felt that it did the most haves because they needed fucked up with the food porn ad that's what I think because they didn't. Whoever edited it, I think overdubbed the original porn with the interview. And it went Which is interesting because MNS at the moment has been complaining about the fact that food sales are going down for MNS. And I'm going, okay, so maybe they're thinking all the food porn ads were not, not working. But I'm going, well, 
it was working for me. And I don't think it's about, if I'm going to be brutally honest, if I'm going to get into a business thing, I think the problem with M&S food is sometimes that they have too much variety. Lack of consistency. Yes, I, yeah. Too much variety. They've not really curated it and said, these are our best. Yeah, I have to agree. And really, but really some things that. We, sorry, I know we're going And it's very seasonal sometimes. The things that we've bought that no longer exist. I'm like, well, hold on a second. Those Penguin cake. <laughs> Thank you. No, but anyway, actually, no, mm-hmm. talking about that, because here's uh, the thing with the M&S um, okay. Christmas ad. There are two things you mentioned. First, the pictures of the food was actually the least amount. You want to look at the footage of yes. actual mm. cutaways. The picture, the images of the food were actually the smallest amount in the in the narrative. There's more people than I think the food narrative. Yes, I and agree. there's another thing that you have to bear in mind, which is something that we kind of see in a lot of the adverts. Every single other supermarket stocks things that are not just their own brand. M&S only stocks its own brand yes. things. Now, the problem is that when people go into M&S, there's specific things they want to buy in M&S that are M&S own brand. But because there's no other variety, they leave and go elsewhere to go and buy all the other things that they have. So if M&S is talking about the fact that their business, that their food business is potentially going up, I disagree. I, I, I disagree. disagree with that. Do you know why? Because I, I think that there are actually maybe two types of people. There are people who go to M&S and go, we don't like what they do. And then they go to Waitrose or wherever else. And then the people go to M&S and buy M&S food. That would be right? me. <laughs> right? That's what I think it is. And I think it's just like, it's, it's similar to, let's say, Max and Spencer underwear. You're not going to go there to buy underwear from someone else. You're there to yeah, buy, you know, buy M&S underbra. underwear itself. Right? And if you don't like it, you will but never see, go there. Here's the issue. It's about, because we're, again, it, you have to look at the market we're moving into. There's a variety aspect that comes into place. And that you, what you said is exactly typifies the issues that MLS is having right now. Okay. People go into shops, go into your Debenhams, they go into your John Lewis, they go all of this shop, and they want to, they know what they went there to buy, but they also want to look at variety. If they have to leave your shop, to go and look for variety, guess what? They're not going to come back into your shop. But my, okay, uh, but there, you there. have a point there, but the yeah. point is, if you're looking for a cola, they make their own cola. So basically, it's basic, it's own goods. The same way that um, Waitrose has its own goods. The same way Wait, Sainsbury's I'm gonna, has its own goods. I'm going to say something. But I think Marks and Spencer's has a standard of quality for its food that even the French get people to get stuff from M&S and bring it over. No, I agree. Yeah, but at the same agree. time, I, I, I think this ad is a, based on what you said. Because I did go, what's happened this year mm. that it's so different? I think it's a reaction to what um, you're saying in terms of the food, um, food so, sales are down. It's almost as if they're going, look at these people who eat our food, and they really like it. I mean, there's a woman that goes, I don't like, I don't like Christmas puddings, but I really, really like this food. one. Mm. Oh, I like yes, they yes, do. Yes. Or they, they put Prosecco in this, yes. or they have this. It's almost as if they're saying, look at these testimonials. All these people like it. And do you, you know, know why you're like right? Because when, I went, I, when I went to Marks and Spencer's recently, for the first time ever, the receptionist said to me, oh, have you done your, have you, do you know we do Christmas Food and I was like, I've not for five years. I've already ordered. <laughs> yeah, but and that's goes, oh, you. Yeah. No, no, that's us. But yeah. I've never heard them really push it, push it before. But you see now, uh, African Nature had a very strong Show point, me. and I think the only place I can see them divest well, adding other brands in is their drinks, possibly because if you're thinking about the food itself, most people buy Sainsbury's Tesco made food. There's not that many. Like, like things like crisps, 
drinks. I can see what, I where Max and Spencer are missing mm-hmm. a trick. You mean for snacks? Snacking. But come on, wine. their biscuits are freaking amazing. Yes, but but yeah, no, no, but not With as good food. as certain other things. Because, that no, I I'm buy. sorry. If you're going for shortbread, go for. No, let me no, let, let me explain this. If you're going for ready-made food. You go there because you're going for ready-made food from a particular company. So I know that if I'm going to Waitrose, generally I'm looking for ready-made food. I'm going to Waitrose ready-made yeah. food. Same for Marks and Sparks and things. But you mentioned the fact that they have uh, they have a cola. How many people actually go to M&S to buy an M&S cola? I have to That's when you have this. When you have Because I rather buy cola. But, but I'm going to tell you something. So because I was part of um, a quiz that I purposely didn't bring Mo to because she gets a big gangster, <laughs> and they asked the question was. Those ready um, meals for two that Marks and Spencer's normally make, yeah. how many did they sell last year? Oh, how many? Did they sell last year? I don't know. 60 million. Oh. Holy crap. So the point is, exactly. So when it comes to ready-made Literally food. Literally, for each person in this Almost country. Almost every person. So when it comes to ready-made food, Marks and Spencer's is amazing. So African kids just have a point in terms of the snacks. But when it comes to cola, the best cola I've ever tasted was a uh, Marks and Spencer's until they decided to start removing sugar. Then I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't play anymore. <laughs> so that's the thing. But their drinks, they have a variety of drinks that no one else comes out with. It's always freshly squeezed. This is not an advert for MS, but I just think they need oh, to. No, be, I know, I agree. Oh, 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 you're talking I about think juices. No, I agree. I think they need to, the way they need to actually market their food, there needs to be a fundamental change. I love the beautiful. Um, way in which they actually used to share before because I tasted the food and I know how good it is but there needs to be a different way of, um, separate from people sitting down talking about Prosecco in thingy so I know I agree um, but I just remembered something as well there's a theme I did see with the other ads or the supermarket ads that I didn't see with Marks and Spencer's they were talking about things like oh gluten free vegan we have all this we case up of these other types so there's that as well people's eating habits have changed it's not like before where no one knew what gluten mm, was and everyone just ate gluten. True, that's true. They're looking for people that will cater to them. M&S doesn't come forefront to my mind if I'm looking for if, uh, as a gluten-free... Flavor-free. You know, resource. Thank you. Fla- I was Flavor, about to... Exactly. Gluten-free, re- vegan-free, uh, vegan-friendly um, resource. But also, fl- but that's because when you think about Max and Spencer food, you're thinking of what some choice. Exactly. Delicious. Exactly. But people no, like Tesco and Asda, even Asda's ad and um, Morrison's, they were actually okay, saying, point, yes, yeah. we have gluten free, we have vegan free, we have all So do Christmas stuff. your way to Exactly. Sorry, and I also so want to criticize well. what you said, right? You know, when you talked about juices and stuff, that was my complaint earlier of. Even though Max and, Sp- Max and Spencer's do some fantastic juices, they're not consistent. So, for instance, the orange and lime, they've not brought that back at all. That no longer it's, uh, yeah, I think they called it Fresca or something. Every time I go to Max and Spencer's to look at the drinks thingy, it's the, always changing. It's always changing constantly. That to me is a problem. Yeah, market testing. Right. What they're doing is market testing. If it's not selling enough, then think they believe that that because they create their own product. So I, they believe it's not. So they can't. They don't invest all that money in something that doesn't sell or goes bad. I agree, store. but the problem is where I think you have the point is that if I look at a brand like what's the people that you have your waitress? No, no, no. The drinks. Innocence. Uh, Innocence. Now, Innocence. When we release something. It stays. No, you might be right. And, and maybe they take it off after a year. Or they make their doing it proper. Or they make the con- um, container smaller. Possibly. <laughs> and cheat but everybody. I will always find, ninety nine percent of the time, I know what brands Innocence is making. I know what brands. Uh, okay. So you mean making. you mean the um flavor the flavors the fla- they're sorry, making. Sorry, the fla- But that's because flavor. but that's because that's their sole business. Marks and Spencer's has it's to do vast. everything. I agree, but this is the problem because if I go to Marks and Spencer's, I know for a fact that they do. Um, uh, uh, 
they are, they are, yeah, they always do a blueberry muffin. They don't change that, right? They add you the blueberry. Yeah, so they need to have it. some basics. Sometimes so there are certain like things that need to have, okay. particularly juices. Actually, right? you're right because when you look at it, for when people say I'm going to Max and Spark to go and buy underwears. Yeah, they're, they're Max and you know the it's granny pants crotchless. No, the, the granny pants Max and Sparks. You know you're going to use it. The similar. Okay. They're standard, okay. so they should okay. have the same for okay. them potentially. Okay. okay. Because normally, Mo, I, sorry, if she's the one producing yeah, it, yeah, yeah. she'll go wrap up and people will listen. I just need to come in and say, Lord, shut up. Yeah, let's go to the next one. So anyway, moving on to the next one. So what I'm going to do now is actually categorize all the so supermarkets good. under one. I know. She's not coming on my next podcast. She's just destroying this. That's so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, so, uh, so uh, yes. Do not cut this out. <laughs> Let me stay for posterity. Okay, guys, I jest. Um, so next is just supermarkets i'm going to put under this because i felt they were very very generic ads so there's sainsbury's i know some people want to wax lyrical about <laughs> right that's all yeah there's some kids who are singing the music in you okay, but, can I, can but, I... but hold on let me just put all of this out there and okay. then you guys can pick wherever you want okay. so there's sainsbury's it's big night with kids on stage they're singing the music in you and their parents are there and it's really really um supposedly moving but the point <laughs> but the point is so the, um, there've been similar ads for Tesco in the past. There've been similar ads for another one, for another um, supermarket. Then there's also the Tesco ad where everyone has their own way of celebrating Christmas. Mm. So there are different arguments mm-hmm. about not in my house, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Then we also have um, little. We have little, which is more for everyone upgrading your Christmas and mm. uh, making it special. So being very extra. And then the final one I'm going to talk about this in regard to supermarkets is Morrison's. Where basically forgettable. So guys, I've put that all under one umbrella. Supermarkets. What are your thoughts now? I love the Sainsbury's ad. Okay. And it's a it's song as you get what you give. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Okay. Oh yeah, true. Actually, yes, yeah. it is. You get what you give. Yeah, but any radicals. I I really liked it. I thought it was very for me the most moving super. So apart that's my favorite. From no no John Lewis. Apart from John Lewis, I found it a little bit moving. I don't know why. Maybe it's related to the kid singing. Hmm. I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was quite original as well. And I have I don't remember the other ads that they feature school play. I'm sure I'm I know they have been, but this one was more memorable to me. Okay. So out of all the supermarket ones, is that the only one? I mean, um, the little one was humorous. Uh, the um, I think he decided to upgrade her Christmas by getting her because I don't know seven foot tree or whatever. Yeah, the forgettable. I was like, okay, that's cool, but nothing really stayed with me. I'll Did be you? Honest. Okay, so with Tesco. It's, I think it's called however you do. Yeah. Um, I like it, but and you know, like you say, they're espousing that Christmas is different for different people. I wrote here that I think it's playing to its strength here, uh, Tesco itself. Um, but Christmas spirits and platitudes will not give them profits. Speaking. Um, so I didn't feel like they. I don't know. I didn't think okay. it was a great ad. Uh, little. There were a couple of 30-second ads focusing mm. on certain individuals' Christmas parties. Cheating. Ex- ex- explaining, in a, I think, in a very good female voiceover, what they brought to the party and one stupid thing they did through the over-excitement of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it was not bad, is what I wrote. I really enjoyed the Sainsbury's ad. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the bit that got me, right, obviously it was the girl when she was trying to sing and hesitation. I thought it was cleverly done. But what I liked was when the kid dressed as a plug around. I know! 
threw and plugged herself into the wall. I thought I was really you, cute. Yeah. Um, and I liked the fact that the mother was very emotional. But in hindsight, because initially I thought this was my best ad, my best ad is definitely the waitress ad. This is my second best ad. Um, I felt this was very Christmassy from an emotional point of view. Do you see any food? Now, this is what I was going to say. <laughs> it doesn't fit my room. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sell mm-hmm. Sainsbury's. It just sells the idea of Christmas to mm-hmm. me. Um, so that's why I have to put it down like, no, this is not the best ad. Initially, that's what I thought when I watched it. Okay. But in the cold... Light of the day, no. It was what about the Morrison's ad? Did anyone actually give the, a I did not like the Morrison ad at all. Okay, African Cage. Okay, first, I want to shoot myself in the head when I watched the Sainsbury ad because I thought it was so stupid. I thought it was, I mean, uh, that all, the whole fact that your boom and your ovaries start to cry, I'm sorry, no, please, whatever, man. So why didn't you like the Sainsbury ad? I felt it was too... Um, too twee. Well, I think twee would be actually a good word. To, to use that would be too much giving it too much credence so you felt it was I felt manipulative it was, then I felt it was highly manipulative I felt it was highly formulated and I felt that it was prosaic in the fact that you know, something is, it just doesn't it doesn't feel new it doesn't feel different the interesting bit was when the kid came ran and threw himself into the wall <laughs> yeah that was a good one I mean, I'm not gonna lie I that mean, I found funny no there's a part of my thinking ooh he's gonna get electrocuted <laughs> <laughs> You know, so mean, but it didn't happen. So that you know destroyed my Christmas spirit. So yeah, that was no, that was that. the um Tesco ad. Like yeah, whatever man. I liked the little ad. I really did like. It. I mean, it's a bit. Um, yes, I like that. Yeah, I in, in it a way, it, it gives me the same humor in a way that I found with the waitress ad mm. because it was they were very clear in showing showcasing the things that they did. Yes, that you could have for food. For and the then Christmas. I liked, and I always wondering, oh, what did they do that and was exactly. over the and top? And then I liked the fact that it was a bit over the top. The guy that went to go and import ice in from you know Iceland, <laughs> and, then Freeland, the and then the guy that went to go and get the snow machine that blasted his children. And you got to like the fact that it was actually very honest because the children were like, yes, mom, mom, mom. The woman that got the fur, the giant, you know, Canadian fur, is seven foot three. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I that was interesting. That, the yeah. one that went to go and get the 16-piece um, orchestra. I, th- I felt it was nice. I felt that even if you didn't remember the food, you remember the stupid things that they mm-hmm. did, which I felt was good for me. The Morrison side, I actually liked the, liked the Morrison ad. And here's an issue, because I didn't think I was going to like it because there's a bunch of children that couldn't eat stuff. But I think, no, because it was like, oh, get on with it or something. You can't do it. Some You see, I don't actually remember the, the payoff uh, line. Go on, on then. Go on then, thank you. The payoff line was gone then. And here's what I liked about uh, it. And it goes partly to what Mo said earlier. Uh, but it also goes partly to what I like about Christmas, which is about family. Uh, there was this brother who is, um, there's a brother and there's a little sister. And before the little sister does anything, she looks to her brother and her brother gives her the confidence to say, go on, then you can do it. Go on, then, you know, try it, you know, take a risk, be out there and everything. So the fact that there was always that encouragement there, that was very consistent, which I liked. And then in the end, when it was about whether they're showing all the, it sort of culminates in the point where we're led to understand that she has maybe lots of things other than maybe confidence issues that affect her, but maybe food allergies that means that she's very Oh, I'm wary. sorry, I didn't watch this. Okay, no, well, like she's it. very no. wary about no, eating certain things. And she always looks to her brother to give her the um, encouragement. encouragement. Or even even to clear it for her that it's okay for her to mm. get involved in it. So for me, even though I'm not a big fan of children in ads, because I think mm. it can be, I think that's a very obvious play, mm. I really like the Morrison ad. You so, so yeah, so for me, the reason I didn't like Morrison's ad is the fact that I didn't feel very Christmassy. For me, I just thought you could use it at any other time where you could Good actually point. resonate, particularly the sibling stuff. That was one. Number two, obviously, I feel uncomfortable with um because it didn't feel like it was allergies. It felt like it was food issues. 
Mm. And oh. I always feel uncomfortable when children are depicted with food issues because it's almost normalizing the fact that, oh, I don't eat Brussels sprouts. Why? Because I don't like it. And then it becomes an issue further down the line. So that I always feel uncomfortable about. And then the fact that you're seeking permission to eat certain foods, it just feel it just bred into all the things I really like worry about when it comes to food or eating disorders. Mm. So that's the reason I just no, don't feel no, I, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. That's just me. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that children should not eat stuff, personally. Mm. I think that... Eat everything. Exactly. And, you know, before just to die. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and also because I honestly think that sometimes we build certain things into our systems because we don't eat them. So we build certain allergens to our system because we don't allow ourselves to eat sure, them so. and experience them and okay. build antibodies. Well, perfect. Thank you. Then I also have another sort of ads I'm going to be clumping together. Mm-hmm. One is the Argus ad, which is the Christmas fool, mm-hmm. using Nutcracker and a mischievous imp destroying everything around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's Debenhams, which is using the um, song Star, based on the fact that you actually know what people around you want or are passionate about, and then you buy that for them. And then, mm-hmm. in that one as well, in that category as well, is the very ad, which is a girl who's studying about space and astronomy, and her parents give her an astronaut space helmet, and because of that, she becomes an astronaut. It was very short of Quantum and Masons? Did you watch that one? I'm not including that in this particular podcast, because I just didn't think it was... I thought it was generic. Okay. So... Yes, I wrote here... Uh, yeah, I yeah, and I just and mm. I want people to just hear our thoughts on the more interesting ads. So that's why I'm so, curious. why I've put on Mrs. Doing adverts for Christmas. I don't know if they've done it before, but I'm just very curious. They, they have, they have, oh, and this time was boastful. Yeah, it's we're linked to Regency, blah blah blah, yeah. blah history. Anyway, guys, so I don't know. Does anyone have any thoughts about the August one, which is about the Christmas food, Debenhams, wrote... which is star, and then the very ad as well? The August one I wrote here. They had me with all the Grinch-like shenanigans going on, but the resolution was terrible and weak, and they messed up the ending. Ooh. For very. I have here small budget version of the John Lewis ad. Yes! Find a gift that helps them find their gifts. Mm. Yeah. But that was the same ad from last year, though. No, that was a different one. Last year was to do with um, she had um, a force. Oh, 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 oh that's the dog. Yeah, yeah. But it's a different girl this time. And then the Debbie Amazon screaming, Star. I never I didn't see that. One. I don't think I saw that. Guys, or maybe I don't like you it. You were missing nada. Know, Nothing. Yeah. Okay, the, let me just say the Argos imp one, it just reminded me of a rat running around. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it brought out the Nigerian in me. I just wanted to take a you know, broom and smash it on the head. It just really irritated me. So yeah, I just kept thinking like there's it. a rat running around the house and everybody's killing it. And you get, you get telling me that it's a great. I don't care, it's an imp, it's a rat, it's a rodent. Show me there. Okay, guys, I have, um, I think, two more to go. So one. Have you said your own bit? Uh, oh no. god, sorry. No, no, no. I, I agree. No, don't need to. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then there's another I one. I have two that I really like, but we haven't got to it yet. Okay. So there's one. Well, don't worry. I'll give you. Yeah. I know how I'm planning this one. Yeah. So there's an ad for Cineworld yeah. that has been bugging me for ages. So basically, as you know, we go to the cinema, and in this particular ad, to align it to Mary Poppins, what supposedly happened is these two kids. Watch their parents running around. They write a letter hmm. the, to a mysterious reci- um, a recipient. They sit at the a window constantly looking. And then in comes Mary Poppins with their letter, giving a present to their parents for the parents to go off to the cinema. One of the parents, while, by the way, looks like Cedric the Entertainer. Go on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For um, them to go off to the cinema while Mary Poppins takes care of their kids. Now, the first thing I thought to myself was, what useless 
really irresponsible wait, 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 parents is going to have a stranger come to wait, their wait, door. Wait, 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 but what did they, what what happened just before they left? Well, before they left, the father stopped and thought. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I might be the responsible parent here. However, I'll go to the cinema regardless. That is Mary Poppins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they come back home and your kids are gone. <laughs> Basically, I really do not like this ad. This is supposed to be cinema trying to tell you to give um, the gift of the cinema to people. And I'm going, not at the expense of the kids, <laughs> but guys, please share your thoughts. You, I, I, you, I, I think you, you summarized it really well. I agree. <laughs> I thought it was Santa they're writing to her first because I was like, okay, oh, but hold on, this yeah, is a fireplace. That was, yeah, that was the point I raised with you. I was yeah. like, why are they not writing to Santa? Yeah. Because these kids are too young to have even known Or about maybe they wrote to Santa and Santa sent them Mary Poppins. Or maybe they wrote the letter. Okay, I was no, but say No, but the way they wrote it. the letter is the way they, Mary Poppins is called, which is that mm. you put it in the fireplace, do you remember that they tore it up and it went through... Exactly. But obviously we know what it is. But it's promotion time, for Mary Poppins. But at the same time, they could have put the letter in that fireplace and have gone on and gone and made some weird pedophile. Very person, true. Just cut it and start grooming the kids. And just want a blue coat and go, that Mary Poppins. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah, this is what happened. They wrote the letter. No, because I have it, but I didn't want to say it, so I'm gonna say. say it. They wrote the letter, they put it in the in the thingy. The parents are rich because they seem to have a um, brown equipment of a brownstone, mm, and so it's it makes sense that maybe in the weekends, maybe the evenings, a company would go here to go clean up their house. One of those people working in the company saw the letter and went, Ah, I have a plan here, oh and then they went to go hire some pretty white person who came to the house and pretended to Mary Poppins, get them out of the house, rob them blind. <laughs> children come back home let me say say something let me say something because here's the thing and it goes back to my going to my dark side now okay the father in this is a man of color and it was only stopped at thought am i making the right I'm making you good life choices because as a black person, you need to go blame him. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God! Exactly. Men, yeah. And by default, I am a black woman. I am very wary about leaving my children in certain places with people I don't know. I'm sure people are, but I think the fact that and I, I, I was, a, it was a slight moment of pride. But then it sort of got disappointed when he stopped. I was like, yeah, okay, but. Maybe my wife has told me it's okay for us to do this. So personally, that was just me. But then, like I said, I'm going to the dark side. It, it's, okay. it's a weird ad. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, I think one of our finals, because I was going to put one for Visa, but I was like, look, no one's interested in Visa. So, uh, <laughs> it's true. Um, this is Boots. Yes. All right, yeah. So, um, I know. So, there's a daughter supposedly singing about her mother to the tune of She's the One. And it's supposed to be moving and it's supposed (laughs) to be encouraging for you to go to Boots and buy your mom lipstick because your mom was singing in the choir and going, oh my gosh, she's so hot. I'm going to get her some lipstick. Um, Did not resonate with me. At all. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) And I I cry at anything. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. When I go to Boots, usually for my mom, I go and buy a paracetamol. I don't my no go buy a lipstick for boots. I'm sorry. Number seventeen, you know, is it number seven? Number seven. To, yeah, you're never going to go beyond where you are right now for me, which is all I get from me is a free voucher. So I try and buy something at boots because they're trying to force me to buy number seven yeah. or something. What about perfume from boots? No. So would you think of boots as a place to actually buy anything for anyone for Christmas? 
Wait, wait, wait. Let me give you my own thoughts. No. <laughs> Guys, if you remember, last year, Boots ads was terrible. It was the nurses one. Mm. Yes. It was terrible. Was it? Yeah. It was nurses. terrible. Yeah. And so I wrote here, in comparison, <laughs> I was prepared not to like this year's Boots based on last year's ad. The simple way they showed the relationship between the mother and daughter and then the surprise that the daughter had not, had not known that her mother did extracurricular activities was sweet but only just. For a grown-ass woman. Uh, well, because I was seeing it from the point of view of a, a she child. She's 19. Who the, well, a whatever. A child, exactly. Who she doesn't know, know that 15. her mother has, her mother her that mother has a life, 15. basically. That's sure. all I yeah, got from it. Yeah, At 19 years old, do you think your mother is going to stop you from mm. leaving the house? Please? No, it's just... It didn't mm. work. Mm. So those are the ones that I think we kind of watch in tandem. Mm. But I know that everyone has other ads that they would have watched separately. So Mo? I have two ads I'm talk about that I like. And they're both fast food ads. The first one was KFC. Oh my god! I actually I had that by council. I loved it. So okay. it's so see, explain. You mm-hmm. see, um, chicken, chicken, and he's like walking, and then in, in the snow, in the snow, and then you hear the spaghetti western like theme from um yeah uh, from the good the band, band the ugly yeah okay the Korean one of us in this town and then you see a turkey and the turkey sees the chicken and the turkey's like what the crap okay it doesn't say what the crap but you can tell from the eyes <laughs> it's like he's like what you yeah. coming at me bro so it postures like you know wing you know feathers are wings are ready to attack and then the chicken is like you know at, well goes ah whatever chickens do <laughs> and then the turkey runs away and then it says turkeys come and go <laughs> It's a good you, Do you know what is interesting? Because I saw that as one of the ads it that I had so on my list and I actually cancelled. It was so irritating. What is here to stay? But what does I this have like, to do with Christmas? It's saying that, it's yeah, you can have your fun at Turkey. I know we, we all eat turkey, but let's be honest. You're still going to come back to us after this one. But it's not Christmas. Back. They're not selling me wait, anything wait, wait, for Christmas. Wait, wait. That is exactly the problem. <laughs> Chicken is all year. Turkey is not. That is literally what Christmas so is. So what KFC should have done is like, oh, we're doing a turkey thing for I Christmas. I have two words. Stupid ass. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was so irritating. That was the first one. That was the second one? Second one was the McDonald's ad. Ah, I saw that as well. So it was Father Christmas. Okay. Oh my God. It's going from house to house. Do you know why she's doing all this? Because she can't eat any of those foods. <laughs> but carry on. I, I just like the... Okay, I'll tell so if I could going from house to house and you know how people leave like, you know, um, a mince pie for him after he drops presents off. So each time he comes up to the roof to go back on this on the sleigh and the reindeer is like, you know, any food? And he's like, oh, <laughs> he left a mince pie, sorry. And it happens about five times. I can see the reindeer getting more and more like indignant, like what the F? At one point, you know, they give a really bumpy landing so he's like crap if i feed this goddamn reindeer for to kill me <laughs> um, and then what i loved because at this point i was like really As he sees the mcdonald's <laughs> and he goes i'm gonna get carrots from there and i was thinking what the okay, fuck okay good good so you realize how ridiculous <laughs> that was okay good and they called it reindeer Reindeer food? Yeah, yeah. It's something you can actually something. buy at yeah, McDonald's yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because little carrot bits. Yeah, yeah. But so, I actually was like, what? Because I thought they have to do with Christmas the fact that they have some um, healthier snacks. Yeah, and so you can have Christmas and the reindeers. Yeah, so you can also feed. They could have a time specific at any time of the year that we love have carrots. I love it. I love that. The chicken advert is literally that. It's a chicken. It should be off the... Because, no, that's it. Because you know what a chicken is in, in Western, right? I know. The coward. I so, know. basically, it was a coward's way out for them for Christmas. 
And then the um, what they call it? Mandrel. Well, you know something. <laughs> I just, I just like the balls. Okay, you can so get carrots from here. I know. <laughs> okay. So, what ad did you watch? Because I have an ad I watched that I didn't share with everyone else. But what ad did you? Watch? No, I, you may have watched this. This is because of Mo, mm. right? So we're in the car, and she said something. I realized, oh my god, she's watched it. So I watched the Starbucks ad, and the Starbucks ad whole thing says. The red cup is back. Who gives a shit? And I wrote here, right? I wrote, I don't even know what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> this is Try mostly... to make fetch happen. <laughs> this is mostly made for American and Starbucks whores. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Very tangential link to Christmas. Wow, let's change the cups, color of our cups to red. And you got a raise, big whoop. Yeah. They're trying that to make it, it seem like they're trying to be like Coca-Cola, like, oh, the, the, the holiday coming. They're trying to make red work. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, trying to make fetch happen, like, no, nah, no. Really Actually, that was their ass. That so was yeah, their I know. So I thought just the advert, but you know something? You want to know what's so really, really <laughs> freaking sad about this? It is an actual thing. It's oh, an yes, actual I know, honest I know, thing. I know, I know. I, 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 went I, back I went back and Starbucks and I actually saw it in the red It is a thing. And it's not just them. It's also lots of other... Coffee houses. So why, when I oh, go to really? work, there's a train station where they will put Christmassy stuff on their cups. Well, no, Christmas, but this particular one is actually this is even before Christmas. The pink cup. And no, I'm not kidding. It's called the pink. Uh, the cup has a name. I think some it's from Puccino's. The pink cup is back due to popular demand. I was like, it's so just a cup. Was that for breast No, 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 no. This just is for just a cup. To go in there and buy more of their. And I remember seeing it. But you threw away those cups. Exactly. Okay. So no no yeah. some people don't. So with the red cup, what I because I did a little research, I was like, what's going on here? Some people buy the drink with that red cup and they reuse it so because because yeah, dirty especially during the rest orders. of the year because dirty, you can't orders. get the red cup. No, let me see what it's a it's it's wait well, paper. Yes. So they're dirty, filthy hoarders yes. who are using the dirty, same. Filthy. Are you sure it's not for free refills? Are you sure it's not like it a might be for refills, but some people reuse it. Okay, so moving to African kids, do you have no, any ad? No, no, okay, well, there's an ad. This is now I'm going to explain the ad to you. Then I'm going to tell you who's done the ad. <laughs> so basically, um, there's a man with his daughter walking through, um, I suppose a little hamlet during Christmas while people are actually singing Christmas carols. And they bump into a guy who looks like Father Christmas or Santa Claus, but isn't. And he tells the guy that, Oh, his daughter is deaf. Oh, I know that advert. Yes, and I then and then Santa Claus comes down. Uh, then the advice. father reads to her before she goes to sleep, and then she feels emotion. Obviously, because she's deaf, she can't hear, but she can she can feel vibrations. So she feels a vibration that um, Santa has come into their house, and Santa, which is basically the guy who saw them in the hamlet, then proceeds oh, yes. to read to her yes. with. A phone oh, I see that actually that. translates it That's into sign idea. language, mm. and the phone is by Huawei. Huawei. I mean, obviously, then the news at the moment mm. because someone needs to be extradited from somewhere. <laughs> but that's a totally different thing. And the reason it moved me is because even that's before I had a friend who had a hearing issue, and even even now I've got to admit my hearing sometimes doesn't always work um, as well as I wanted to. Is the fact that um, across the world. Though people use sign language, there's no universal sign language. So it's very, very difficult for people who are hard of hearing to actually read. 
and understand what anyone else is saying if they travel outside of their particular country. But the fact is, as a child who's deaf, you're not able to sound out words because you can't hear it. But this actually helps them to enable them to read. And I thought it was a very good ad for Christmas because it's about Santa Claus bringing the gift of reading, not particularly hearing. It's also quite useful. And also it's the fact that technology helping a child actually gain more and expand their world and their universe. So I really liked it. Obviously, I'm not going to be buying the Huawei phone, but it's just an idea because really it's software that yeah, anyone can put into yeah. their, their phone to actually help kids um, who are hard of hearing read. So that really resonated with me. I only so, had one problem with the ad. Well, the fact that Santa Claus came down into the house and he could be stealing someone's kids. No, the fact that Santa Claus is walking around, right, Think Pretending not to be Santa Claus to hear people's stories, okay, okay. so you can bring a, okay. a Santa personal Claus, present. Santa Claus for you. is supposed to go to chimneys all over the world. Yes. What the fuck is he doing in this video? He was trying to thank you research. Oh, right. He likes to you know. So the idea is that oh no, because I think there might be something there. How do you know Santa, so Santa Claus is not your nice if Santa is not going around watching? Yeah, yeah but you saying but, breaking no. GDPR rules? <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Checking it twice. You can't check it twice. The reason why I like the ad, that's why I was questioning, was that if this sounds like a new idea of Santa Claus is actually going around. Different countries all over the world. Checking if you're not your Because nice. I was like, how can you sit in North Pole and know that this child is dead? There's no. I thought it was South I, Pole. South Pole. South Pole. South Pole. Wherever the hell it's from. A pole. But this is more. Yeah, so it's checking if you're not your nice. He's making me. sure that the presents are specific to For you. For you. Mm. And it's actually amongst the people trying to figure out what you want. I it like democratized Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, I've been on 31st like Street. Where there's Miracle on 31st Street. Street. Yeah, where is, that, is that the, mo- the premise of the movie? No, no that, but no, he's no, like amongst isn't. people. No, it isn't. isn't. Because it was a Macy's Day Santa that claimed he wasn't. Well, claimed he was Chris Kringle saying that he wasn't there. He had to admit that he wasn't. Chris Kringle. So right, okay. The reason why I think I'm thinking of that is I was thinking um, well, I thought I haven't watched the end of the film. I don't remember if he was or not. I think he was. Where? But the fact that he was a civilian, I was thinking, oh yeah, Chris uh, Santa Claus is down here as a civilian. Yeah, I think that's why I was. You don't want to, I don't want to give the end away on that film. Um so no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying mm. no, actually you're very right, because I really like that advert and with Huawei because I used to work for um for mobile phone company. And but well, it wasn't Huawei. The thing I liked about that ad was the fact that it moves away from, again, that the usual trope that we see when it comes to talking about devices, mm. and it brought it to use. Because usually where a lot of companies are going to be selling devices, as we mentioned with Apple and things, they usually miss the mark, or they focus very much on all the picture-taking, music listening that you can do. This is telling me, telling the audience that this, is, this item need not just be about the social it's also by a different way of making somebody... It's like giving a gift. You're giving right. Giving a gift of That's the kind of thing Apple should have done. Yeah. Because well, they would have found that. an app on their app store. Because it's about communication. Yeah. Because yeah. so, yeah, the phone right. is about communication. Yeah. So they're teaching someone... But instead, oh, they spend millions on some Making an Amazon cartoon. advert. They spend millions on Amazon advert. Okay, guys. This is not supposed to depress you. This is just supposed... This is supposed to help you look at ads critically and just see, oh, does this appeal to me? Why does it appeal to me? Bless you. Chew. Excuse me. <laughs> so, so, what's your best ads then? Let's wrap my it up. favorite ad. Mm-hmm. My favorite ad, ad was the Huey ad. Okay. Mm, can I tell my top three? African yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah please go because I don't. Yeah, pick top three because so, they're all going to pick their top three. So the Huawei definitely the Waitrose mm-hmm. advert, and I think 
little actually. Ah. I really do like the little. I have, I like the humor of it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the the journalist advert, the Sainsbury's advert, and I don't know for just pure balls the McDonald's adverts. <laughs> I like something at her. An imaginary. Um, so, uh, my third is the Aldi mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Kevin the carrot. Oh, I think that was quite cute. Uh, uh, Huawei, I can't pronounce Huawei. it. Huawei. Huawei, Huawei is my second, and my first is the Waitrose ad. That's Fantastic. My, my favorite ad. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed that, and hope to um, list, Well, hope to speak about more ads next year. And hope you have a fantastic Christmas and a fabulous New Year. So thank you from me, Honey Badger, from Deji, from Mel, and from African Cage. Thank you very much, guys. Bye.